The following is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring a bunch of nerds stuck in their homes across the country. Listener discretion is advised. We don't know what the hell they're going to come up with next. This is Call of the Deep. And these guys are gonna make it better. <laughs> but welcome back to another episode. Yeah, C plus. Hey, it's still passing, so we're good. Welcome back to another episode of Call of the Deep, a DD 5e campaign where me, Mikey, aka Pop Culture Geek all over the internets, are gonna lead these lovable losers through a story. Whether or not they want whether or not they follow the path that I have laid out for them, we shall see. But you are here for the ride, so here we go. Before we get started into our story, I definitely do want my players to introduce themselves. So we're just going to go based on who I have from my screen, so just be prepared. Uh, we're going to start with Professor Crosswaite. He's going to start us off with introductions. Uh, oh, Professor, thank you for giving me the uh, promotion. I am an adjunct faculty <laughs> at three community colleges and a state school. So I appreciate the title. Uh, my name is John Crosswhite. I'm a voice actor, improviser. Uh, I'm on the social media and the TikTok. I enjoy making voices and causing trouble. I'll be playing any random NPC that just so happens to come our way. <laughs> yeah, he's basically NPC too. He's every, he, you know, we'll just make it official. Professor Crosswith over here is going to be my unofficial official co-DM for this whole thing. So. <laughs> oh, really? Professor NPC. Professor oh, yeah. oh, that's and, and also your vocal coach. Hey, <laughs> I, look, at, look at all the titles I'm racking up here. I can't pay you for it, but... <laughs> what are, you, are, you, are you paying us? What are you paying me? Double it. Uh, my love. <laughs> oh, double the love. Yo. Mm. Yo. You'll get a hug next time when I see you. Cute. What's the uh, what's the the translation rate to that though? Like into actual money? Into currency? Yeah. It's probably like four hundred rupees or something. <laughs> oh damn! Sure. I was hoping rubles. <laughs> Speaking of rubles, I got a lot of debts to pay in the UK, in the Ukraine, and stuff like that. So. I have that look I was about like, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you do. Which leads me into my next introduction, Mr. JVL. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I am not a professor or adjunct professor at multiple colleges. I only teach theater classes at random theaters every once in a while. Uh, and then I can also be found online as Negative H on here or uh, the JV Lexicon and on my podcast, uh, Improvised Weapons, where I play a dwarf cleric who's making some very bad choices lately. Very bad. I'm scared. I'm only a. I just got. I'm also, to the I'm also playing the the druid here. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. As a quick sidebar, I am at the live show, so I'm just like, we're still at the very beginning, so I'm nervous. Yeah. Be very <laughs> nervous. Jeez, uh, Louise. Okay, 
So next person I want to give an introduction is my lovely friend, Amador. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm not a professor or that other thing that's big. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just a dude that likes playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, did I mention I'm a goblin? Yeah, that's about it. These introductions just get better and better. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alrighty. So after that little lovely introduction, the next person that is part of this lovely game is Mike. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, well, uh, much like Commodore, I'm just a dude that likes playing another dude while I'm like another dude. <laughs> I don't really do any kind of social media. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Like playing D and D, so here I am. Uh, and you're the best of us. Social media is a can be a really great place, but it could also be a hellscape as well. Uh, That's what they call like my PTSD. mother. Whoa. <laughs> hey, see, I can't say anything about that because I know your mom, and I am not going there. <laughs> Anywho's. Before we start talking about other people's mothers, let's move on to our final castmate for tonight's session. Uh, Jace, go ahead and give your little introduction doobly thing. Um, testing, is my mic on? Yes, yes I don't it think is. So. What? Hello? 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 Hello. I can uh, hear if you can hear me, I don't, I, I don't, I'm still haven't confirmed my mic's on or not. If you can't hear me, my name's JC Vanguard. Um, I was on TikTok for a while, and I do plan on coming back um, whenever my work schedule cuts down. But we're here to play a game, and I'm here to mess with Mikey. So, game on. <laughs> Liz has confirmed your mic is on. Sweet. <laughs> you gotta quit your job. Go back to TikTok, man. Well, see, I'm working seven days in a week right now. So as soon as I, as soon as my workflow cuts down again, I'm gonna get back on TikTok. Why do you work seven you days? You have to a join week? the Chinese Revolution. Uh, That's because a whole conversation. I'm money. I mean, valid. <laughs> what do you What do you do? Construction. On purpose? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Dude, I enjoy it. It's so much fun. Good. That's why it works every week. If you like it, good. If it's a job you hate, then get out. Yeah. So before we upset the the population of construction <laughs> workers that listens to this little podcast, <laughs> they know exactly what I meant What's by that statement. They're okay. <laughs> We're so sorry, Liz. We're so sorry. <laughs> Who needs money? <laughs> Live off the streets, Hunter <laughs> Cap. So, for those of you listening to this, we have a uh, observer in our game today, the lovely Liz McJames. She is an OG TikToker that for some reason, decided to follow me back. And she's a lovely person, and she's very sweet, but she also keeps it 100%. So she's going to give us shit the entire game, which is going to be lovely. <laughs> but with that, uh, we are down to players. We are without our Barbarian Endymion and our Ranger Fedden. Uh, both of them had prior engagements, but they will be back for the next session so it's just going to be these lovely individuals for tonight but we're going to have a great time we lost our muscle guys what are we going to do i hope now i can't say you don't need we saw what happened last time you were left on your own for combat i don't know (laughs) hey i i killed a lot of people that game 
I killed more. Yeah, you, you also got choked out by a fish person. <laughs> you got tapped out by a Debatable. fish person? Debatable. <laughs> fish people don't even have arms. How'd you I get didn't, choked out I didn't by go a fish down. Person? I didn't go unconscious. Don't start that. Yes, you did. Yes, you totally did. I did Tons not go down. Choke I mean, you. technically... Technically, like, he is right. Tech, technically, he's right. That is right. You are right. You're right. But it was may I, text that you were basically cocaine clutched. <laughs> but may I also remind you too that technically you were the reason that the barbarian went down in the very first fight that we had. <laughs> all right, all right. To be fair. To be fair. To be, to be fair. I shoot grenades out of my arrow. We you just light fun. things on fire. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, everyone needs a hobby. It's a good hobby. He's I think the arson, it's a profession. He's the arsonist of the group. I mean, when and, me and Mike were kids, we set a field on fire. When did we set a field so, on fire? I'm sorry, that wasn't you. That was, uh, that was, well, that was Walter. <laughs> Before the, when did no. you set a field no, wait, wait, field like soccer field or field like a national so park? so JC we're gonna stop right there because <laughs> I don't want this I don't want this to be used in a court of law yeah. down the line. Oh, no, like we were dreams? dreams? No, we were okay. Just... no, Liz, if this was ten hours long, I think I would want to kill. Like, I think I will bash my head against the wall. <laughs> uh. Yes, John, and I appreciate it. And I am sorry. I will figure out. I will figure out some kind of, you know, commission or that because you you do a lot, and I don't want. Uh, oh no, I was just making a joke. You don't have to pay me. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not doing work that's worth any type of money. I'll put it that way. I forget that there are two of you. Damn it. <laughs> uh, anyways, he wasn't talking to you. Oh, there's oh, well, two that's Johns and three want. Mikeys. <laughs> And one it's, Jace. It is, it is a shit show, ladies and gentlemen. But speaking of shit shows, let's do a recap of the last shit show that we had. Did we shit on people? Um, <laughs> so last time on Call of the Deep, which was literally last episode last week, you guys ended up in a fight with some fish people. There was a lot of things that happened. There was a random penguin that showed up with an Azamar that Obi-Wan Kenobi'd. Hugh entangled the penguin. Hugh got dusted with some dandelion dust. We found out that Darylin's spiritual weapon is a pillow of all things, <laughs> which is the greatest thing ever. Ty I forgot Tydak has wings, so he was a pain in the ass trying to get with these enemies. <laughs> And they didn't have any ranged weapons, so they couldn't shoot him out of the sky. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you guys were successful. After the fight, you looted the bodies. You guys arrived at the island of Gunderland, which was the destination that you guys signed up for to answer King Red Axe's uh, plea for help for a quest. You were introduced to Fila, who is the right hand of King Red uh, Axe. She led you guys to the Dragon Turtle Inn, where the party met a lovely set of twins, uh, Thera and Rhea. There might have been some tension there, but we will discover that later. Especially uh, one particular Rhea has 
quite an affinity with some dwarves, but we will explore that a little bit later tonight. Hopefully, we shall see. But (laughs) as you go, you also named our ship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my the second goodness. Ship. We named the, the second. Se- yes. Ship. Yeah, the second ship. It's like, what do we tell you? you? You cannot name the things that you pick up because then you grow attached to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're making our own flotilla at this point. I'm pretty sure we're keeping it. <laughs> well, we have a we'll name. To... We have a flag. All we gotta do is just man it. We're done. Actually, that would probably make my job easier, but we'll get there. <laughs> get to feed it and let it out to potty every day. Too. Hey, Maryland can mend it at any time. We're good. <laughs> you just need to spend like three days mending it like last time. <laughs> just a whole Listen, session be, of fixing like an hour. No, that was the end of our section. As the end of our session, he mended that damn boat for us and got it off the reef. Listen, I'd, without Darlin, you would have had that boat. So I mean, it's, give some kudos to the man's. That is honorable. <laughs> Yes. And before we ended last session, you guys were given basically, you pretty much have the night to yourselves. The twins gave you some places you guys could visit and you also got some gold upon arrival as well. So you pretty much have a free night to yourself before you guys have to go meet King Red Axe in the morning. So yeah, so the twins are still there. You guys are kind of enjoying your drinks. You're enjoying yourselves. Thera comes up to you guys and she's like, So, loves, uh, you got any plans for the rest of the evening? <laughs> I do have plans. I have plans to, uh, yeah, I didn't get that far, honestly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, Koros kind of scratches sure his head. He's heroin like, passed out at the table. <laughs> You're a dwarf. You can't pass out. <laughs> Farron whacks you in the face. Gets you back. In the- Come on, boy. <laughs> this is like, wake up. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thirty points to Gryffindor. Oh, jeez. Oh, why is it Gryffindor? Because I'm in that house. Me. No, Ravenclaw. Ugh. Ravenclaw. Ugh. Ugh. Double ugh. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm pure Slytherin. <laughs> I'm all Slytherin. You know. Get that tattooed on my neck. What are we talking oh, about? Nice. <laughs> oh, my plans. Learn- I was gonna go to the shop. It's a shopping episode. <gasps> we love how when the, we love how those go. No. So, all right. So there's just like, so you want to do a little bit of shopping? Well, um. May I suggest you go see Majila? She pretty much owns the marketplace, and she uh, she might have a few surprises for you. <laughs> I like surprises. <laughs> well, surprises I, I love. I would also like to repair my armor. That is right. You were in a very big fight where you lost a, a lot of your armored plating and some other... Didn't Darylin also lose a bit of his armor as well? Or your maybe one of your, your weapons? <laughs> no. Pretty much just use a spiritual weapon, but I would, wouldn't mind checking out a library. Ah! Hmm. Thera kinds of th- thinks a little bit, Darylin, 
and then she says, I, we don't necessarily have a library, but we do have a bookstore. Um, what was the name of it? And Ria, do you remember the name of the bookstore for me? Which one, the horror <laughs> one or the actual one? Because there's two now. Ah, that's right. Um, the actual one. It's not in the notes. So I could just say <laughs> I could just say a name out loud, and that becomes canon. <laughs> you are ah. playing a very dangerous game with your lives here. Ah, I got it. Uh, it's just like Terra's, oh, Terra's tomes. <laughs> I was like. Terra's Tomes is the bookstore around here. Um, if yeah, you're looking Terra's for... Terra's place is just a bit south of here, not too far, but be careful, it's a little different. I, Vria... In what <laughs> way do you make that they are different? Different well, it, is, of course... It says, it says it's, it's, not, it's not only your books, it's, um, you know, portions and, and, you know, things that you have to be... Is, is that dwarf passed out? <laughs> smack, smack, smack. <clears throat> no, different fun. is uh, uh, acceptable. I, I, I'm looking for different kinds of uh, books. Something, not not just a, a novel, but something with a little bit extra lore to it. Hi. Just be careful. You're never quite sure what's inside them books you buy. Hmm. Oh my goodness. I, I also so, would like to know if there is a place that I might uh, congregate with the local uh, water people um, that uh, maybe the docks or other places I, I would like to speak to those that live their lives in the sea. Hmm. I mean, you could go walk into the ocean. <laughs> but oh, you might you, you mishear not me. I do not mean literally as... in the water. I meant the people that sail across and, and live their lives by the changing of the tides. I, I, I feel as though they, they may not understand the, the beauty that I have to, to show them. I think he's talking about sailors. Oh, Is it, that makes way more sense. Yeah, well, you could be. head down to the Gunbar Harbor. Uh, you could buy weapons and armor. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of folks there to speak to you. Um, Perfect. Thank you so much. I want to buy a fishing right. pole. I might get that <laughs> chance too. Wouldn't it offend our buddy here, who is you know part fish, part human? What? What are you talking about? We'll get to that <laughs> when we get to that. I don't yeah. know which person you are pointing at at this point. I, stop! <laughs> we are all human beings here. <laughs> yeah. First off, look. Look how droopy his nose is. How can you tell me that's not human? I told you I got in a fight <laughs> with a fish type of thing that bit off the tip of the nose. See? I'm trying to... Yes. So what you're saying is we need to take you to a medical shop or a leatherer? Uh, perhaps if I'm up for a healing of some sort, it might improve my pallor. Maybe a taxidermist. You're quite a strange one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of anyone only... needing a leatherer to fix their face. That's a new one. <laughs> Why would it have to be leather? It would. I, I don't feel that the, the skin or hide of a cow would be useful on human skin. No, I didn't say it. He said it. I don't have leathery human skin. That's a different type of lampshade killing men hobby. I don't do stuff like that. <laughs> 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 
I can't. <laughs> you, do, you, uh, you can I, wear I, a mask and whatever you want. You. I'm just gonna. I do. I'm not going to judge. I don't judge those that... Uh, I also do not judge those that may w- take their time in, in strange pursuits of uh, making lampshades and or furniture out of other beings. Right? Uh, they obviously have a trade uh, that could be quite useful in places. Your eye is a little... You won't, You might want to just shift the chip. It's an optical illusion. Uh, it's just because I, I am quite uh, imbued with the uh, daiquiri I have been drinking. Uh, obviously, it is wearing on me quite weirdly. I think the ground is kind of uneven, too. Because it has that, like, planar kind of thing also. Are you sure your leg's not just longer than the other? I could show you if you'd like, but I don't know if you'd enjoy the sight. Yeah, this took a turn. I'm going to go. I'm going to walk back into the kitchen. obviously she was uh, compelled by your handsomeness you are Uh, quite the talker aren't you you you, you speak complete lies but I appreciate it you would call me a liar no I called you a fibber and a liar push a little harder you might be going home with her yes in a body bag if she's one of those people that makes the lamp shades out of human (laughs) I this prefer not to have that happen tonight, Tidak. I actually have to uh, leave you all now and find these sailors. Um, I like to spend time with them and and, and, and 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 have conversations with them if I could. I will follow you because I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I have many more. I'm leaving these pamphlets behind. If you ever want a refresh of your own Tidak, I'm more than happy to rewrite it in crayon. Mm, I'm good. I appreciate it though, bud. <laughs> oh, you should definitely take him up on it. It's really quite fascinating. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm uh, take the wooden spoon I have and just slowly push the pamphlet away further away from me. Thank you, Darlin. I appreciate someone giving good feedback on my work. It's very heartening to hear someone who is as, as learned and read as you appreciate what I have put down on, on paper. Anytime. It was absolutely... I, I, Glad to add it to my collection. <laughs> oh my goodness. So at this point, Tidak. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Woo, we're off to a great start, you guys. No, but at this point, uh, Thera kind of looks at you, Tidak, and says, I take it that you're not much of a shopper, love. No, more of a battler. Ah, I'm glad you mentioned that. And she kind of takes something, she takes a folded piece of paper out of her pocket, unfurls it, and kind of slides it your way. If you're looking to make a little extra money, and if you want to work out some aggression, I would recommend you going to the Crow's Nest Tavern and participate in the Buccaneer Brawl. But to get in, you kind of need a, you need a ticket, so... Just make sure you show this to the bouncer in front, and they'll let you in no problem. Oh. Thank you. I'll keep that in mind. Kind of tucks <laughs> it in the top of his leather. His leather armor. <laughs> but don't wait too long. It's only good for one night. And I hear the prize tonight's worth a lot of gold. So, just a food for thought. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shuffles to stand up and moves towards the door. 
<laughs> Are you trying to inconspicuous? You could just leave. You don't have to be inconspicuous about it. Everyone else is going to be leaving at some point. Hey, everyone, look. The dragonborn is leaving the bar. We should all look and point. <laughs> Let's laugh, too. Oh, <laughs> um, Wow. I said I was going to get up and shuffle towards the door, not being sneaky about leaving. <laughs> oh, so he's doing a, a, a contemporary dance of the ages where he puts one foot... Le leave him alone. He is trying to go and win money for his own purse. I understand that some people need to have the greed in their lives to showcase their worth. Others do not. And so I am I, I'm more than happy to see him go and engage in what he has trained for so long to be. You are quite a fighter, Tydek. You must show that off here. It is a new place. It's it's more information. You can get a lot out of the gladiatorial battles, so there might be more that we need there. Yeah. And you are the most prepared out of all of us to use the physical arts to extract this information from other places? People do often stop for long, thoughtful conversations while being battered in the face. Sometimes unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that sometimes when you are in the heat of battle, your mind shuts down its blockers and you say the things you mean to say versus the things you are taught to say, and it seems to really bring out the best in people. Oh, like it's... evil people monologues. Like in the heat of battle. It's more like you, your guard's more on something else than that of your brain. Exactly. Um... Your physical guard must be up so your mental guards are down. It's the best time to convert people to cults like I used to be a part of. Do you want me to send some your way? Should I bring some pamphlets? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. If you would bring the pamphlets, they could be used also as towels when you're getting sweaty in the, in the fight, and then you can uh, use them and say, please come talk to me afterwards. With, 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 with just, like, the pinch of my two claws, I'm just going to, like, pick up, like, a little pinch of them. So it's just the claws touching them and start walking out the door. It's just water. There's nothing wrong with them. They're no, just no, wet. no. This is just how I carry paper. Don't worry about it. It's okay, buddy. Oh, you're being careful. with. I appreciate that. Parchment can fall apart sometimes. Mm. I'm oh, amazed it hasn't is. fell apart yet. <laughs> it's, it, it is how it is created. It, it, it's, not, it's meant to be wet. Oh. <coughs> it, is, it is brittle when it is dry. <coughs> And on that note... <laughs> is everything alright in the kitchen there? I heard some coughing I'm from fine. what was said before. I'm doing just fine! And Rhea's gonna poke her head out. I'm fine! And then close the door. <laughs> uh, you, must forgive, you must forgive my sister. She's a... Oh, what can I say? Some adventurers come into town. Y'all are a good-looking bunch. Perhaps she can watch over Farron, who seems to have passed out in his drink here if he goes walking. Rhea's going to bust on. through the door right at that moment of that sentence. <laughs> what happened to the what? He's uh, apparently passed out in his, his ale here. Uh, we would leave him uh, to make sure he's okay and none of his things get stolen. I feel like you have an affinity for watching over him, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> I can do that. Here, uh, do we, I'm gonna go get a room ready and we'll place the dwarf in there and I'll go make sure everything's everything's fine. Don't touch him, I'll be right back. And, and she's gonna run around through all the different cabaret tables or whatever's in there 
and then run upstairs with purpose. Um, Corvus is going to kind of pull on a, a human's clothes. I think he's going to be a lampshade. <laughs> well, perhaps it's a good way to go in his culture. I don't know. Uh, maybe he, perhaps he wants to be lampshaded quite often. I think he's more of a throw pillow. I'm going to be frank with you. He could be a love seat at his age. Who knows? <laughs> oh, he would make a great chair, wouldn't he? <laughs> a beanbag chair. <laughs> He's quite lumpy. That is true. <laughs> yes, it's very true. Disproportionate. Uh, Just don't punch him in the center too much. He might explode with large blocks of things. Oh, no. <laughs> And that's the name of the episode. He would make a great chair. <laughs> you know, Josh misses, and now this is what happens to him. <laughs> you never know. To be fair, he never... <laughs> Remains to be seen. <laughs> Who knows where this is going to go? Thank you, Liz. Thank you. <laughs> we love it. Okay, so just for a point of order. So, we're splitting the party, so that's always fun. So... Point of order. So, Hugh and Corvus are going to do some shopping. Darylin is going to go to the bookstore. And potentially Tydak is going to go to the Crow's Nest Tavern. Do I oh, have that I d- right? Yes. Yeah, I think that yeah, sounds right. I, change, I, I, well, so yeah. <laughs> Darylin, also, if you are in the, in the bookstore and you find any tomes on uh, Dagon or his, his uh, cult around himself, I would appreciate seeing what the local uh, legend is around him just to understand how much they under, they know about him. If you see anything, otherwise do not worry. Is there anything that I should be on the lookout for? Uh, anything around, uh, just in general, of his coming, of his reawakening, and uh, the, the actual legend of how he can be brought back, because there are lies there right now from what has been published by uh, many people, and I just want to see how people are portraying it before I dive too deep into, into converting them. Are you saying that you you know how to summon him? No, I I am quite aware how I'm supposed to summon him, but others have other ways they think is right, and they may be doing things the wrong way, which could make things very bad for everyone on this continent. Can you explain that to me while we go to the shop? Yes, I I I will go into more detail on actually creating... You know the portal to open, so he might come back to this realm. Of course. Oh, okay. Sweet. I guess. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is off to a great start. I'm so excited for the rest of the session. <laughs> okay, so as Liz, I will agree with Liz here. She's just like, from a player's perspective, don't split the party. From a DM's perspective, absolutely split the party. <laughs> Okay, so everyone's going to be doing safe space. We're fine. (laughs) We are local celebrities walking around the town. What is the worst that could happen? Oh, safe space in air quotes. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, It's my world. I'm just kidding. Okay, so everyone is going to be going into town. So the dice has determined. We, the dice, has determined that we're going to start with Darlin's little excursion. Oh, right. Yay, a library excursion <laughs> is always fun. <laughs> so, Darlin, after you... 
I guess say goodbye to your friends. I don't know what we are at this point. <laughs> yeah, I would say you associates. guys are friends. I mean, associates on a yeah. After you leave your associates, you get directions from the twins, and you head to um, Tara's Tomes, which is the local bookstore down here. As you get to the bookstore, the front of the storefront. Very at the very top, kind of embroidered in all kinds of different painted vines and leaves in different colors, kind of accent this sign. At the very front, it says Terrace Tomes, and underneath that, you see the door, and then you see the window seal with a bunch of books displayed, ranging from practical guides to uh travel books about all the different islands and the cities in the Sword Coast. And there's even some lovely picture books, some of Dagon, oddly enough. <laughs> um, and some other Baby's stuff. first Dagon. <laughs> Honestly, literally, it is that is, yeah, Baby's first Dagon is Dagon like... Dagon with the wind. <laughs> it's like the hungry caterpillar, but it's the hungry Dagon. Oh my god. The very hungry water deity. <laughs> And then yeah. he ate one soul. And then he ate one soul and two You guys souls. think it's like, you know, like a soul-stealing thing? It's just the, the spirit of the ocean who's trying to reclaim the entire world. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, Not chalantly turning us... that's been dead on his ocean. Not like yeah, he wants no, to turn us into the elemental plane of water. No, or like, you know, have you evolved into fish people? No one... It's nothing bad. Oh, no, we're not... We'll get to the Cthulhu stuff later. <laughs> I mean, as, as part lizard, I'm like halfway there to you know being amphibious, so we we can work it out. You truly are a great representation of what can be achieved when you let go of your inner humanity. <laughs> Liz is like, I can't wait. Breaks open the door. Where is anything. the smut corner? <laughs> <laughs> Liz, come on, Darlin. You know you're looking for it. <laughs> You know, Liz, I'm kind of mad I didn't come up with, like, fantasy smut titles. Little Goblin. Instead of Bobby. Oh, I have no doubt we could do that right quickly. Don't worry. It'll, oh. It's... oh, no. Just take the classic, like, uh, Skyrim, the naughty Argonian. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, so Good. No, 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 I grab the uh, Dagon for Children book and shuffle through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So as you're perusing the shop, I mean, there's a whole bunch of books here ranging from travel books to children's stories to regular novels to some more questionable ones. <laughs> um, Slave trading for dummies. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How to make a lampshade. There's a really big, like, you know, like cottage core community here, but it's all human skin. No. There's a class going on in the back. All right, everyone, now make sure you spray it. It's got to stay moist, right? <laughs> Leatherwork. Flipping through the board. Oh, Anyways. Really? Just they've they've got to have like a Birkin hair in the city. They're just like digging bodies up and bringing them over. Yeah, as you're perusing this, at the behest of our lovely guest, it's just it's like you start to see more questionable titles like Fifty Shades of Fae. <laughs> <laughs> Among some other titles, 
made it monster. <laughs> it's all fan service at that point. It's all fanfic that finally got published. My mom has Dagon's all journey into night. Like it just keeps going. <laughs> His Tao of disaster. He's the Dagon. <laughs> As you are questioning this, and Darlin, as you, her scimitar sensuality, Liz, I love you. Dagon girl. So good, Liz. Dagon girl, very nice. Dagon. Oh, why did I think of that? This, uh, see, this is why you guys are here. But anyways, as you are perusing this, and Darlin, you're questioning that you recognize these titles because apparently, I guess your mom has them. <laughs> they were in her special drawer. They were in that. They were in the cabinet at home that was locked behind it. it. It was one of those glass cabinets where you were told not to go. But as any child, when you're told not to do something, you're gonna go do it anyway. She had this weird part of at- dragon tail in there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Naughty dragon. And- And you're just like, Mom, what does this do? And she's like, I'll tell you when you're older, honey. <laughs> you made older it weird. Never came. Like, there's going to be a mom and son demo? What? <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. Sweet Christ. Stop. Sweet dragoon on a cracker, bro. <laughs> I said nothing. You laid out a plot point. Y- y'all inferred it. Like, that wasn't there. Someday I'll tell you. <laughs> You guys made it weird. <laughs> Bugbears going wild. Someday we'll find it. The chromatic connection. Oh. Bugbears going wild. <laughs> yeah, but, gosh. No, barely legal owlbears. No, you guys, that's that's not the bookstore. That's the that's the program illusionary store down the street. Oh, that's where oh you right, 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 right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bugbear's gone wild. We call it the Genoff Goblins. <laughs> Two L's and one flag. <laughs> the joy of kobolds. Oh, Cuckled no. kobolds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And that is why we have an explicit rating on this podcast. <laughs> one orc, one tinkered. Okay. Two L's, one halfling. Oh, that poor halfling got paid double. Mom, if you you ever find this in the future, just know I'm sorry. I'm that. Can't run for public office. (laughs) And if my principal finds this, no, you didn't. I didn't. (laughs) Be like, it's like I have no apologies. I didn't do it. I didn't say it. I just, I just I blame the system. If your principal finds you. this, your principal found this for like you had to do some digging to find this, right? She won't, and plus she she's cool. I like her, but if we can prevent questions <laughs> coming up, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> Mike, Mikey, you know I'm cutting half of this, right? <laughs> yeah. No. He has like his fingers crossed under the table, like. <laughs> No, we can't. We, on, we gotta have the orc snoo snoo, man. Okay, we're gonna go. We're moving on from all that all good right. stuff. Go, Mikey. Go. Take the reins. You, go. You, you, you know, we're in like this water setting. Why is it not fisherman's wife? It's always snoo snoo and not fisherman's wife. <laughs> so, Darlin, you pick up the children's <laughs> baby's first date on book four, <laughs> Hugh, and as you are. <laughs> 
Oh, God. As you are perusing through the files, you notice a uh, a hu- human woman. Um, she's kind of running around. <laughs> she looks like uh, me, human woman. Oh, <laughs> Anywho's, I'm trying to collect myself because that was a lot. <laughs> but no, so this woman, she is dressed in kind of a... Uh, how do I put this nicely? She runs a bookstore, but you could tell from the way that she's dressed that you might infer she might be into some other stuff as well. She's wearing a very long kind of lacy black dress. She has glasses. Her hair is kind of undone. She, you could see that it was in a ponytail at one point, but now it's just become all frazzled and unfurled. And she's kind of just going through the shelves with looking at a little checklist as she's going along and she hears you kind of perusing the books and she turns to you and she's like <laughs> she hears she, me perusing goes, books <laughs> listen man it has been a long day just roll with it <laughs> perusing has a very distinct sound Mikey tell him she turns to you, Darlin. I think I found she... her. I just put her in the chat. <laughs> oh, Quick, no. to the chat. Uh, she turns <laughs> to you, Darlin, and she says, Ah, uh, customer. It's kind of late, but uh, uh, welcome to Terrace Tomes. How can I be a service to you? Uh, hi, T- Terra. Uh, that name sounds really familiar. I just, I can't. Put a finger. Regardless, uh, I'm looking for some religious texts, uh, various ones. I'm also specifically looking for some books on about a god called Dagon. Ah, and you kind of just see her force a smile, but it's just like, now I need to ask for purposes. Are you one of his fanatics or just research is what you're looking for? Research. Uh, <laughs> ah, good. <it's> a... <laughs> okay. Here. I apologize for the pointed question, but I had a couple of people in here not too long ago, and uh, yeah, I love what I do as you know, owning this bookstore. But sometimes the clientele that you get, you kind of just grin and smile through the stupidity (laughs) especially those religious fanatics (sighs) but that's beside the point so uh, (laughs) she does realize she's speaking to a cleric (laughs) and and gave no fucks like just put it right on him your religion is shit (laughs) actually no that actually brings up a really important question so, Darlin, you being oh, a peace cleric... Mikey? Oh, no, did we lose I Mikey? I don't think I ever asked you, so clerics always have some sort of relic on them in terms of, like, the goddess that they... The god, the patron that they serve. What does Darlin's little token from his goddess look like? <laughs> uh, my little magical book that my little partner appeared to me in. Uh, and actually... Revealed a name that I was looking for, uh, Tara Bellamar. 
Oh, the moment no, you mentioned gone. that to her, her kind of... Mikey! Oh, there he is. I'm, there you are. I'm here. Oh, okay. Uh, he scared us. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do anything, but... All he right. switched positions now. Oh. <laughs> nope, we can't sing Switching it because we'll get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, Darylin, as you mentioned that a book gave you the name of Tara, her demeanor kind of just changes and it goes from the typical kind of like customer service smile and a more serious expression kind of crawls upon her face. She walks over to you and she's just, she gets in your vicinity and kind of in a whisper, she's just like, she, t- she whispers to you. As she like steps Who's... a step closer to me, I step a step <laughs> back because I have like personal space and things. <laughs> so... <laughs> Do we do this following across the whole entire shop now? Walking to get closer? <laughs> it's just a... Yeah, we'll just say we do that. And at this point, she... At this point, Darlin, your back is against the door, but before you can kind of open it up and continue it outside, she, um, <laughs> Tara kind of just raises the kind of clipboard that she has in her hand and she's just like oh no you don't and with (laughs) a a wave of her hand you just hear the door locking behind you and (laughs) Uh it's one of those bookstores (laughs) (laughs) and as you are trying to open the door she gets close enough and she's like who who sent you I told you my book (laughs) She just raises an eyebrow a la the rock, and she's just like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, mm. <laughs> she asks, May I see the book, please? It's my special book. I will, <laughs> I will give it back. I own a bookstore, I know how precious they are. I promise I will take good well, care of it, and I will give it back to you. Look with your eyes. Let me touch your book. <laughs> Look at your special eyes. So she receives the book from you and she kind of begins to examine it. And you just see a smile kind of crack on her face. She's just like, "Ah, I should have known that you're involved. And she's talking to the book. And she kind of turns the book around and is just like, I'm assuming. She turns the book around to you and she points to it. I'm assuming this was the person that told you to come find me. And inside the book is the little stick figure person that, you know, your little buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to be a lampshade. <laughs> there and you so, are. Huh? Tara. I where you went. <laughs> he only came out or they only came out to talk to me once. <sighs> well... It would make sense, but she's very shy. But she kind of turns the book back to her. Tara turns the book back to with the pages facing her. Now we've talked about this for, before. You got to talk to people. You can't just do Pictionary's love. You got to actually speak to people. That's how you get to it. <sighs> Hang on. Let's introduce you properly. And so she, Tara waves her hands in front of the book 
And the book that you handed her, Darlin, begins to glow again to a similar glow that you saw back on the ship when your stick figure buddy was kind of talking to you through Pictionary. However, this time, it goes from just being illuminated to the book starting to float out of Tara's hands, and the light begins to grow brighter in a more kind of golden, yellow-esque kind of light begins to illuminate the entire <gasps> store. <laughs> oh, Your book is Tinkerbell. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so as the book begins to kind of illuminate the store, you just start to see the light coalesce centered on the book growing brighter and brighter until <laughs> an explosion of light kind of just fills the store. And for a moment, you both are blinded. But as your vision comes back to you, Darlin, next to Tara, you see another female figure. This one is about your height. Uh, so it's very interesting. However, instead of the more kind of crude pencil sketching lines that she had while she was trapped in your book, <laughs> you see a caramel skinned woman with a long feather in her hair in a billowing yellow dress, kind of holding a scroll in her hand. And as she is kind of standing up and she looks around and she's just like, ah, oh, you have no idea how great it was to get out of that book. And she turns to you. Ah, hi, Darlin. It's nice to meet you. Huh. <laughs> Where's my book? The... <laughs> I don't know man. how to talk to girls. <laughs> Hence the book. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh... Oh, right. So sorry about that. She picks up the book and she's like, here you go. I, Tara said that you would get it back, so I trust her. I like her. <laughs> and this... This female figure that just popped into existence is staring at you with the book, with your book in her hand, kind of like giving, holding outstretched to you. She's probably seen you do some things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but thank you. How, how did you get in my book? Yeah, about that. That's a little bit of a long story, but. Uh, introductions first and she kind of just brushes off her dress and kind of just fixes her the little feather in her hair she kind of just sticks her hand out and it's just like uh my name is Akila. uh i was sent by uh lady seteth to uh make sure that you find tara it's a pleasure to meet you and she kind of just sticks her hand out to you i reach out and just kind of hesitantly shake her hand <laughs> I've never met a character in my book before. <laughs> it's happening. Is this, it's actually is happening. Is this what anime in real life and isekais are? 
it's Where the holodeck you... in fantasy world <laughs> as a quick sidebar if anyone who's listening to this or my players remember back like two three years ago there was an anime called recreators this is eventually this is essentially what it is oh, God. <laughs> i see said the blind man except as he pissed into the wind it's all coming back to me now tinkerbook <laughs> No, forget that. Tinkerbook is the name of this episode. <laughs> uh, oh, and very nice, Liz. Very nice. Does she have the... Yes, if you're thinking of the movie, essentially that's where this I got the name from. I was just like, I was watching it the other day. I'm like, that would be a great name. Let me write this down. But anyways, she's like, Akila begins to vigorously shake your hand, Daryl, and it's just like, so it's a long story. Um, exactly how I got in your book, but uh, you might want to have a seat because uh, this might take a while. Oh, but before I forget, and Akila turns to Tara, is he still around? And Tara's just like, yes, he's still here, but you know he doesn't like to be bothered. And Akila just goes, but I think it's important for Darlin to meet him because uh, he kind of plays a part in the whole why I was in a book, what's going on, all that kind of stuff. So uh, do you mind uh, bringing him out? And Tara just kind of pinches her glasses up further on her nose, the bridge of her nose and is just like, all right, Akila, but I warn you, whatever happens don't say I didn't tell you and she just kind of Tara grabs a book off the shelf opens it up begins speaking to the book like she spoke with your book Darlin why are you putting all these people in books (laughs) (laughs) I you have a visitor love Akila is back and she brought her friend Darlin I think it's time you have a chat with him. And so as she finishes that sentence, the book kind of glows. This time, instead of a kind of golden yellow light kind of coalescing around the book, this one's more of a kind of mixture of teal and blue light kind of coming together. And out of the book, in a flash of blue and teal, comes a gentleman he is also caramel skin, like Akila, but as far as the way that he is uh, dressed, he's kind of wearing a kind of like black tunic, and he has a blue Admiral's coat kind of uh, hanging off his shoulders. He has glasses as well, and he kind of just pushes him back, and he looks at Akila and looks at you, Darlin, and kind of just sighs. <sighs> So out of everyone, Lady Seteth said Akila and picked this gentleman to be the storyteller. Lovely. (sighs) This is every introverted kid's dream. (laughs) (laughs) So this man walks to you, Darlin, kind of. He's taller than you by at least six or seven inches kind of pushes up his glasses and just says I don't know what Lady Seteth has seen in you but if you are here that means that 
she finds you worthy. He sticks out his hand. The name is Asim. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, hi, Asim. I am Lady Setif. Who who is Lady (laughs) Setif, and why do you people keep coming out of books? My parents told me I should have stayed in the forge. I just wanted to read. (laughs) Say my name, (laughs) Darlin. Only you can make it real. Say my name, Darlin. Yes, Page Master vibes. Let's go. (laughs) Never ending story vibes. Come on. Page Master never understood. (laughs) Asim kind of just writes a little bit of an explanation. Akila, you haven't told him anything yet, have you? Akila's just like, no, I was told not to say anything until he met you. Right. Well, at least you listened to that, Akila. Though you never listened to anything else, but whatever, that's besides the point. <laughs> Akila just, just like, she stays quiet. You could tell she wants to say something, but you can also guess that there's some history there and she's not she doesn't seem the type to listen all the way the first time <laughs> but she does got moxie <laughs> right so it seemed kind of just like to give the short version of it you are a cleric of the peace domain correct I, it, it, yes <laughs> <laughs> I That's don't know anymore. My books are talking to me. People. Like, just, <laughs> it's been a day. I'm a religious person. I like reading. I try to get along with people. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm sure that's lovely, Darlin. But the answer to that question is yes. So good. At least you know that much. Anyways, to answer your other question of why people are in books... How do I put this in a way that you would understand? Through dance. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, (laughs) to kind of go into that, the goddess that you serve, Lady Seta, ever so often, she likes to choose... I... Hmm. creatures of this plane and she gives them missions to spread her name into her across the lands granted that we could do it ourselves but she picks you mere mortals but that's a whole nother story anyways damn getting egged on (laughs) but anyways Lady Setith is currently slumbering is the nice way to put it And prior to her slumber, she sent out bits of her memories, her story, if you will. And she kind of spread it out to all her siblings. If you haven't already guessed it already, I am her older brother. How how would I guess that? I love my... How would I... You're giving me backstory. I don't even know the plot yet. (laughs) Did your religious... Asim kind of just looks sternly at you, darling. Did your religious order not tell you anything when they sent you out here? No religious order. My, I just, I like to read. I like to read about religions. D- <laughs> Asim turns to Akila, and it's just like, Are you sure this is the right person that Lady Setteth was looking for? 
And Akilah's just like, yeah, I mean, she told me to find Darlin, and I did, and, you know, look, Asim, I know I don't necessarily listen very well, but when it comes to a message personally from Lady Seteth, I tend to pay attention because I don't want to screw it up. I know I screwed up things in the past. I mean, but what's done is done. We're still here. Things are alive. You know, those villagers got all their crops back. I said it was an accident. <laughs> um, okay. But what's past is past. <laughs> so, Akeem, your but, lady set of brother? Yes, I am her older brother. And that makes Akila and... her sister? Uh, and Asim kind of looks at Akila. Not exactly. See, Lady Seteth has a couple of disciples that work underneath her. And Akila is the only one to, for whatever reason, Lady Seteth has found a fondness for. I think there are other people capable of this responsibility, but I don't question my sister because ultimately she's in charge. Akila is a disciple of Lady Seteth. It is her job to carry out messages, find people worthy to receive her blessing. But things have kind of been a little hard the last couple of centuries or so. As I mentioned before, my sister is in a current state of slumber. For some reason, there is... <sighs> and Asim kind of just crosses his arms a little bit, and you can tell that his expression grows from the arrogant asshole that he's been giving you, now turns into a more worried individual. Before my sister fell into the slumber, she had summoned all the siblings and told us that there was someone who was trying to reach her and trying to take her memory. Inside her memory contains all the stories and knowledge of centuries and eons of these lands. Should anyone get that, they would be able to, with that kind of power, they would be able to rewrite history. Literally. My sister is in charge of the stories of all the creatures in this land and if someone would take that power imagine what would happen if someone got the power of an actual author to actually rewrite the world to as they see fit how much chaos and unnecessarily trouble that that person would make and so before my sister went into her slumber she spread this knowledge to us her five siblings and she told us to wait for her chosen champion, which Akila would be bringing around, to pass on this knowledge to him. Once, you, And I guess that person happens to be you. I still don't think you're the qualified for this, but like I said, my sister knows what she's doing. And if this is her champion, then I will abide by her decision. So, congratulations, Darlin. You just signed up for a deity meet and greet. <laughs> okay, I'm on board. Like I, 
Okay. Oh gosh. Sure. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Didn't bring their book. Can't have them sign it. Uh. Can I buy one of theirs? So we're good. Right. Well. Look, I'm. That pretty much sums it up. I'm happy to be of help. This is all really out of left field. You people are popping up out of books. But your sister sounds <laughs> cool. So tell me how I can help. I don't want somebody rewriting all of history. Well, good. Well, at least you seem to have a good head on your shoulders. So, mm, that's... They haven't, that's, they haven't that's, noticed that's... stupid, sexy Darylin yet? <laughs> 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 it's just like a scene turns it's like a scene turns to you JPL it's just, just like we will get to there he's not necessarily my type <laughs> <laughs> okay back to it so yes, you have, it seems type. that you have <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm not going to argue against that <laughs> but yes like I said my sister wants you to meet the rest of us, and once you do, we will give you th- the knowledge she has told us to keep safeguarded. Now, this is gonna hurt. This may hurt a little bit, but just bear with me, please, Darlin. And before you get a chance to react, Asim kind of just raises his hands a little bit. What? No. And you start to see, <laughs> and you start to see a kind of sphere of light kind of form within his hands. And as the sphere begins to take more shape, you see that there is the sphere. There are bits and pieces of circular machinery that look like different types of scrolls kind of surrounding. And on the inside of said sphere is kind of similar to a glass shard. And as a seam kind of opens his eyes and looks directly at you, you see his eyes go from the normal blue color and they begin to light up into a more shiny teal. And with this, a seam steps forward to you, Darlin, and kind of just now just bear with me. This will hurt just a little bit, but I promise you, you will be fine. And takes the sphere and kind of pushes it <laughs> into your chest. <laughs> Take a deep breath in. This is going to pinch. (laughs) (laughs) So, Darylin, as this sphere enters your body, at first, nothing seems to happen to you. So there's a couple of seconds where you are just kind of questioning why you were told that it would hurt a little bit. And as you kind of begin to calm down a little bit, your head begins to throb and a sharp pain... (laughs) begins to fill your head with headaches and just your brain racking with all kinds of information overloading it. And as you kind of close your eyes, you open it back up and you find yourself not at the bookstore anymore, but you find yourself in a large kind of open area temple. And in front of you, is this giant kind of standing sarcophagus 
with a woman kind of inside of it. So the lid of the sarcophagus is clear. You see that the sarcophagus is decorated in all kinds of ornate flowers. And you just see a woman kind of just with her eyes closed and her arms crossed in this standing sarcophagus. And as you continue to take in the scenery, the woman's eyes open and look to you, Darlin, and just smiles and says, my champion. And she kind of continues to smile at you and says, I'm sorry that I couldn't talk to you in a more personal manner, but these short little conversations will have to do now. I am Lady Sedith. And I am so happy to have you as my champion. Oh, that th- thank you. Um, I I don't really have a good idea what's going on right now, but it seems like you got a lot of power <laughs> with books. I'm into books, but uh, it seems like some of your shit got loose, and we need to round that up. Uh, so let me know what I can do to help you out. Yes. <laughs> and she kind of just laughs and smiles at you, Darlin. I've been watching you for quite some time, ever since you were a little boy, Darlin. And you're just fount of knowledge and wanting to learn more about the world. And just to be able to travel the world and learn about the cultures. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to keep a straight face. Santa? <laughs> Michael Jackson? <laughs> Oh, no. no. <laughs> Let that man rest in peace. <laughs> Let that man rest in peace. <laughs> Never. Never. Anywho's your fount for your propensity for knowledge and always wanting to learn more about the world. You show a great potential. And what better person to pick as my champion as someone who wants to make sure that knowledge is kept sacred to keep the peace in our history of these lands. There's no better person to do this job than you, Darlin. Honored that I could get your attention that way. (laughs) Yes. As she kind of continues to smile, Darlin, both you and Lady Seteth in behind you, Darlin, you just hear this very gnarled and kind of loud screech coming from behind you. And as you turn to look and you turn back to Lady Seteth, that warmth that she was expressing to you turns into a expression of worry. I'm afraid our time is up. You must go now. He cannot know that you, he cannot know that you are able to talk to me. I will find you once again, find my siblings, Darlin, and we will continue to talk then And before you get a chance to respond, she kind of just closes her eyes again, opens them back up, and her pupils become pure white and bright. And they begin to fill the temple and kind of obscure your vision. And as you kind of open your eyes and your vision comes back, you are back in Tara's tomes with a seam standing Ah! in front of you. This fucking family, man. (laughs) (laughs) well you didn't die so i think that's a good place to start so you must i gotta give it to you i assume you talked to my sister 
I, I hope that's where you were intending to send me. Yeah. Eh, you never know with these kinds of things. The last couple of champions, I guess, didn't have the propensity for it, but you do. So <laughs> sounds a lot like an excuse for you not knowing what you're doing. I mean, to be fair, do we do any of us know what we're doing, Darlin? I sure the fuck don't. Right. Wrong person to ask that question. But I have done my duty. And Asim kind of looks at Akila. I I hope you know what you're doing, Akila. Keep this champion safe and as he says that you can tell that he's trying not to throw up when saying that (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) lady tara if you would be so kind i think um, my business is done i would like to go back to i would like to go back to my book please i have much more important things to do (laughs) more important than rewriting history i guess (sighs) <sighs> he t- I see him turns to you, Darlin. Should you ever need to talk to me, you can always ask Akila to take you to the in-between. And I will offer anything that I can for you. Well, I'm interested to see if you are able to bring back my sister. I have high regards for you. And with that, Asim walks back over to Tara, kind of just, you see him kind of begin to fade away back into the book. He turns, Asim turns around at you, Darlin, one last time. And he kind of gives you a shit-eating grin and is like, hmm, I can't wait to see how your story plays out. And then disappears completely into the book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, Asim's a douchebag. Uh, Lady <laughs> Satif seems alright uh, Akila you're cool let's find some books this is where reading gets you Darlin you get sucked into a mission <laughs> but Liz was right. right yes you just wanted some books and now you have a whole ass mission <laughs> Oh, it's an ass mission. Okay, it's a whole different mission. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Well, Akila's still there, Darlin. It's just like, right. Um, we should probably continue to look some books for Hugh, shouldn't we? Yeah, but also, um, I, I uh, what I gleamed of that through uh, uh, seems condescending to Schwaggery was that uh, I need to stop somebody because all of Lady Satif's power has been spread but like where what, where are we starting like what, what, what's what's the game plan here or are we all just making this shit up as we go <laughs> um I mean and Akila kind of just gets a little quiet I was just told to bring you to a seam I wasn't told any more of that per se alright so we'll be on the lookout for your he- some weird book-related history, weird events that don't seem like they fit place. You you just 
Keep me apprised as we go. Yes, I will definitely do so. And from inside your head, Daryl, and you hear Asim is just like, Akila obviously wasn't told that much, but let me just spell it out for you. (laughs) And Asim is just like, oh, by the way, hi, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be talking to you from time to time inside your head. You should probably get used to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not going to like be any weird to any of us. You're like Piccolo Shut from up. Dragon Ball Would you let him speak? Seriously. <laughs> He's an asshole. Yes. So the rest of our siblings are spread out through all other libraries and bookstores across the Sword Coast. In due time... I will let you know when we need to go see them. But I know of the youngest one. I believe, if I remember correctly, she is in Waterdeep somewhere. So if you ever make your way out there, I will help guide you to her, and then we will do a part two on this whole thing. So yeah, welcome welcome to the club, Darlin. We're going to get along really well. I think one of us might be a little more proactive about this than the other. <laughs> well, trust me. If I had a if I had options, you wouldn't you weren't on the top of my list, but here we are. All right. Tara, <laughs> this douchebag. Don't know what to do with him. <laughs> but uh right. I, I need some books pa- it's okay if i take his book with me because i'm gonna need to talk to that motherfucker occasionally <laughs> yes uh i apologize for his seems behavior you know people that are alive for a millennia and a couple of centuries they tend to grow crabby in age but yeah Fucking i elves. apologize on his behalf wow ages <laughs> jokes already <laughs> a seam in your head is just like how rude, Tara. <laughs> but, How rude. So, <laughs> John, it's a choose your own adventure, but yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, at this point, Darlin, you, Akila, and Tara, with the voice of Asim now talking to you in your head, continue to get some books. The camera is going to cut over now. <laughs> the camera is going to cut over to Hugh and Corvus. So you guys are... <laughs> and that is how you open the portal and make sure that he can swim through and embody the oceans as he had before. Do you understand? Oh, I get it now. kind of sounded like a euphemism half the time, but I mean, I get it. It's, it's, it's a physical property of his, his love and his uh, presence that we will all feel as he reclaims his boundaries in under the water. All-encompassing, I can see. Indeed, you will be swallowed whole by him. Uh, I have a feeling it's more than just swallowed whole. More like drowned and... If you are in his... If you are in his shade, you will not drown. You will be brought under the water and survive. (laughs) You will be changed for the better. Alrighty. Oh, God. You two are having this conversation, and you are walking towards, I believe, the harbor it was? <laughs> yes, where the sailors are, so I can spend time with lots of seamen. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to say nothing about that, but alrighty. That was an easy joke. I shouldn't have gone there. 
I know, but uh, easy jokes are so much fun. But anyways, so Hugh and Corvus, you guys make your way to the harbor. And so the harbor, it's an interesting scene as you guys approach it because normally from what you've seen with harbors, it's mostly just ships and the crews loading and unloading, you know, uh, goods, all that kind of stuff. This is more lively because you see that, but you also see kind of stalls of different Kingsguard soldiers in full plate armor kind of running these shops, talking to the locals. And as you guys are kind of uh, entering the mark, this area, you see an individual and you have to take a double take because she looks out of place for a harbor full of armed guards. So this lovely lady, she has a kind of basket tied to her back. She's kind of in these tattered robes. But the more striking feature is that this individual, she happens to be wearing a full-on mask covering her face. And she kind of just walks around she's talking to different people and she turns and sees you two and you just see her kind of just start speed walking towards you out of excitement <laughs> this should be interesting i've never seen someone with a mask like that before neither have i uh maybe she's uh maybe she struck you up as a religious type maybe she wants to hear more about uh it's not a religion if it's nature. You have to remember this is a force oh, of nature. This is not some god that was made by men to to believe. I'm sorry. I'm, so, it, I'm still it's new to it. primal energy. I'm sorry. I know, and you are also you are your own person who enjoys to uh, to take the finer things in life. Have you seen the stalls around here? Are the the sea life you could taste? It hello? could be quite delicious. Hello. Ah. Uh, hello. Uh, hello there. He- hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, I already said hello. Hello. How can how can we help you today, ma'am? You seem to be in a hurry to find us. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Maybe it's like a like a code. Say hello. Yes. Uh, say hello twice if you're in danger. Hello? She's not in danger, so we should be good. She seems to be fine. You're correct. You you have deduced this, which is beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you need this? What is she holding, My- Mikey? Uh, so in her hand, she kind of is just continued. So you see in her hand, she has Hello? another basket, surprisingly. And she has an assortment of potions and right kind of like regular adventuring stuff like rope uh some rations things like that we could definitely use some of your potions yes ah, hello uh, hello it's it's pleasure to meet you uh, could you could i peruse your your potions here do you need this i i might i just need to take a look at them if i might see your wares hello i don't want to just out Hello, 
nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to, to do business with you. Do you need this? Yes, I, I take I might, it. Actually, don't take the way. What? We don't need all of that. But why would you? T- it, hello. Hello. Do you? Hello. 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 Do you need this? We might need some of it. Yes. Do you have other things like these? Ah. Do you need this? At this point, this she kind of now it has a short sword in her hands, kind of just... <laughs> where, where is she pulling these from? <laughs> Do you really want to know? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, right beside her, you notice a couple of things. So, next to her, so she has a basket tied to her back, but right beside her on the floor is a very large kind of multicolored patched bag where oh. it is... <laughs> it is multicolored patch bag, but it's not necessarily a bag of holding. The best way to describe it, it's l- kind of like a, a weekender bag, so it's of that size. And the best way to describe it, thanks to its multicolored patched work and all that kind of thing going, this essentially is the closest thing to like a Mary Poppins esque bag where anything is possible, and she's. The she is just pulling these out of the bag. Is it a bag of many pockets? Or however yes. that name is? It is now. <laughs> Do you need this? I am not in need of a short sword. Are, are you in need of a short sword? I, was I don't believe you are sword. I was going to say the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps we could trade something. I, we have your potions. Do you need this? And I pull out one of my pamphlets. <laughs> Hello? Have you thought about hello? Have you thought about the coming times when you might need to find solace in the deep around you? Do you need this? I have many. It is yours to keep. I I, I give it freely. Hello. It might be very helpful in the hello. It might be very helpful in your in your wares here. How much do we owe you for these wonderful potions that my friend is holding? So at this point, oh, one thing I forgot to mention. So on the bag, in very poor handwriting, you just see the name Majila wrote, written very poorly, kind of like kindergarten-esque type of writing. And in her hand, you just see a notebook with all the prices of the things that she has. So for the sake of my sake, you guys are ve- most of you are veteran players, so these potions are regular healing potions that you took. So you just spend however much money you're going to on them, and I will say that is how many you get or whatever else. But you are going to do the math. I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> I just didn't know how many she had, so I could figure out how many we're, we're doing that with. However many you can afford is essentially what it is. <laughs> I think healing potions are 50 cool each. I'm, I'm looking right yeah. now. <laughs> they're, are they common or uncommon at this point? Ooh, that's good. Yeah, they're common. They're 50. Yeah, uh, at this point, they are common. Mikey, you're literally a math <laughs> teacher. It is a Sunday. That brain is off. I don't have to turn it back on until 7.30 tomorrow. I, I am willing to... Sp- yes, <laughs> I can only buy one gold potion of the healing. With, at your prices, you're very expensive for yourself. 
I, I have not introduced uh, introduced myself. I, my name is Hugh. This is my friend Corvus. We are here uh, visiting at this point, and you are hello. It says right Very here. Very nice to meet you. Hello. I hold up the book. I'm like, it's it's Magilla. <laughs> no, no, her name is Hello. She said her name is Hello, and I'm taking her at her word. That's true. <laughs> I'm looking at your inventory. It's very nice. Yes, it's, it's quite beautiful. Your handwriting is quite quite good. Do you speak in handwriting better than speaking? Hmm. Hello. Hello. Oh. I think that was a yes. So maybe perhaps Corvus do... Uh, actually, I have wet paper here. Let me just pull some out. Uh, could I use your back to write something down? Uh, I, I think it'd be better if I write on your back because I'm smaller. I don't want you to get any back pains from leaning over. That is fine. I, I understand. Here's the paper and the pen that works on it. Oh, thank you. It is literally <laughs> dripping wet. Soggy. <laughs> it's soggy paper. Oh, uh, God. Just gonna. And, uh, the sound affected everything. Uh, what should I write? Basically, we want to ask uh, whether or not we owe her for these, how much she's asking, and also uh, whether she knows where we can find information on uh, the king and other things in the area. Basically, if anyone has come to town that knows that. Okay, all right. Unless you have more to ask her. Also, I would love to know where she got her mask, because it is quite fetching. I write all that down, as best as my little goblin hand can. It tickles when you write on my back. I know. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. You got a pointy pen. It needs to be pointy to pierce the skin of the paper, because it is so wet. And then I... It's like tattooing. Oh, God. I, I kind of, like peel the the paper, the soggy paper from his back and I pass it to Magilla. Somehow it's wetter than before. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. And Do you need this? Oh. Pass her the pen. Oh, yeah. She can use it to, to respond. Oh, here you go. Do you need to write on my back as well or do you have a flat surface you could put it on? Ah. Her hand would have worked. That makes sense. I think it's funner to do it on someone else's back. I feel like I've, I I bond with you better when you write on me, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did she just turn the paper on your pen? <laughs> Doesn't, like, fully spell hello. There's, like, missing O's and L's in, diff in each line of the hello. Ah, uh, thank you. I will take it from her and read what what's on it. Okay, so while her speech may be limited, as you are reading <laughs> Magilla's handwriting, it's very complete, and there's no run-on sentences. There's correct grammar. <laughs> it's yeah, like, perfect. It's messy still, but it's complete thoughts and sentences. So what she wrote out to you. Is essentially, uh, this is the information that she gave you. So on the note, as far as King Red Axe goes, he is in Stone Rise Keep, which is at the highest point of 
Gunderlin. So Majila kind of just points over out in the distance and on a very tall cliff on the other side of the harbor, you see a giant fortress kind of sticking out on this cliffside. And so based on the information that Majila wrote and through her pointing, you could surmise that that is Stone Rice Keep. Hello. Hello. She- Thank you so much. You that is this? much more descriptive. We will need that later. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> just for- I appreciate that I am saying this to you as if you cannot speak to me, but I understand that you understand what I am saying. Hello. Which is nice. Yes. <laughs> you seem a very nice person. Do what this? else do I read on here? Jeez. <laughs> oh, so at this point... As you guys are continuing to talk to Majila, another female figure kind of just uh, approaches you. And just from a distance, all three of you, including you, Majila, you just hear, Oi, Majila, what are you doing over there, love? Hello. <laughs> and, as, Hello. and as the three of you kind of turn around, you guys are met again by Fila. So remember, Fila is the one who met you guys at the docks a couple hours before. Uh, gave you ah. the gold that King Red Axe gave her to give to you guys. And as a reminder, she is King Red Axe's right, right hand. So she is his her, she is his second in command. Hi, Majila. You can't keep running off like that. I can't find you anywhere. Do you need this? Oh, you know this person. Hello? Oh, yes. This is, uh, <laughs> this is Majila. She... Don't let her limited speech fool you. She's actually a very lovely person. She's very oh. intelligent. And in fact, yes. she, she is in, she's in charge of all the trade here in Gundolin. That is wonderful. I, I figured out that she was quite uh, quite intelligent. I was having a wonderful conversation with her, and then we wrote her a note, and all of a sudden, it was as if a book had opened, and we both could understand each other again. Do you need this? I have a question. <laughs> In, in character or out of character? In character. Okay, go for it. Is she? What does Majilla taste like? It... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Is she uh-huh. cursed? Uh, at Fila kind of just looks at Majilla and kind of just says, "It's up to you, love. I can tell them for you if you want, but only if you want them to know." I personally would prefer if she would say it to us because it is her, her thing to say. If she does not want to say, she can. She does not have to. Ah, you're right. And you just see Fila pull out a little notepad, flip it open, and gives Majila the pad and pen. And so, up to you, love. I'm right here, and I support your decision. You do not have to answer if you do not want to. We are not here to know your secrets. Why do I hear a gem dragon yelling from across the way? Do you need this? (laughs) Longbows have 600 feet of range. (laughs) Just saying. It's it's very true. (laughs) I'll take the notepad if she's handing it back. Okay, so now let me ask you, Majila, or M- Professor Crossways, huh? for so 
did on this notepad did Majila tell them or did she not? It's I it's up to you. Uh Majila told them, but it was still ambiguous. Gotcha. Okay. So Corvus, as you are reading this note, you read in her handwriting that yes, Majila is cursed. But she doesn't give too many details as to what kind or how she became cursed. All she mentioned was that a creature by the name of a creature that goes by its type as a Rakshasa was the one responsible. (laughs) What do you read, small friend? What do you see on the paper? <laughs> so, um... Yes, it sounds like someone's being shot in the background. We know. Uh, I don't know whose background that is. <laughs> so, Majila. Uh, if, if it hasn't been apparent already by my uh, friend Hugh here, kind of patting on him on the, on the thigh... Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> he uh, makes fun of. He makes a, he pokes a little fun at me because I I too am cursed. I am cursed uh, from losing my taste, my sense of taste. Uh, it. I guess to get to the point is, do you know where this person that cursed you went? Because I'm looking for the guy that cursed me. What? This is new information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to learn. So you suddenly turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no. no, no. If I did, I'd be going like this, and we'd be calming down with it. Majila's gonna lean close to Corvus. Corvus. <laughs> Do you need this? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I do. and i kind of like shyly put up the the notebook tell me your secrets please i can leave you two alone if you need to discuss things i can go find others to be around (laughs) i do not want to intrude on something that is not something that i need to be a part of unless you want me involved I'm not going to say either way. You, I, I don't mind you being in my business. We're kind of stuck together at this point. It's true. It is true. But that is up to Majila. Majila might be a little sensitive for them. For obvious re- reasons. And I, I fully appreciate that. Oh. I think that's a nod to you could stay. Perfect. At this point, Fila kind of just looks at you and like, well, it seems you guys have a lot to talk about. Fila turns to you, Majila, and is just like, I'll just be a couple stalls down if you need anything, love. Do if you need, you need anything, <laughs> maybe a little bit later, but I'll be down there. So if you need my help, you just call me and I'll be right here. Hello. Take this w- with you as well, uh, just in case you want to know of the incoming impending rise of our Lord Dagon. You might be well informed. 
And I hand her another pamphlet. <laughs> Fila kind of just chuckles at you, Hugh, and is just like, oh, you're a funny one, aren't you? And she kind of pulls the locket out from underneath the kind of her armor, and she's just like, I already have a believer. And you just see a circular kind of pendant with Dagon's symbol on it and kind of just stuffs it back in. And she kind of gives you a wink. Thank you for the pamphlet, love. And then turns around and kind of goes back to the stalls. <laughs> Corvus, we are in danger. Why are we in danger? <laughs> don't tell me that. Why well, just... Don't tell me that. Why are we in danger? <laughs> tell me why we're in danger. She's a believer. <laughs> w- wait, what does that entail? If she's already believing in what is coming, she may be attached to the cult that I was per- formerly part of, which would mean that we are not safe here. Uh, with all respect, because Majela is like standing next to us, right? Yes, I understand who hears me. Uh, respectfully, Majela, because she's probably your friend. Should we stab her? No. <laughs> we do not want to cause trouble at this point, but keep your eyes open for that symbol I'm just... and rep- and let me know if you see it before. We, we could stab later okay. if we need to, but not at this moment. This moment we are still being peaceful and helping Majila, hopefully with her problem, even to... though she may not trust us now. <laughs> I just may. Uh, yeah. We will, we will take your pet back. You two can discuss. I will keep an eye out for others that may wear this symbol. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So as the camera kind Majula's of... not wearing the symbol, right? No, she's not. <laughs> okay. Damn. So the camera is going to pan out at this point as you guys continue to... <laughs> yes, I need this. Thank you. Hello. Hello. As the sidebar... Cross- crosswave, that was so good. I loved it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, okay. Back to the action. So, Tidak. Hello. Exactly. Hello. I'm gonna go Hello. to work tomorrow, and I'm gonna be like, "Do you need this? Do you need this? Hello? Oh my gosh! We're putting Hello. it on a t-shirt, kids. So you all know oh it was a Jason mask, just inside out. <laughs> I had an eye patch on on, the, on one of the sides. It's only, so it was dark it was only in there. one. I in the mask. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's All even right, creepier. So it's perfect. Hang on. So, Tidak. <laughs> hmm? What? Huh? So, you are headed towards the Crow's Nest Tavern. So, as you are walking towards, you know, the directions that Thera gave you from the Dragon Turtle Inn... You make your way to the Crow's Nest Tavern, and uh, it's a little bizarre, to say the least. <clears throat> you try to make sure that you are in the right place, because all you see in front of you is, like, a smashed-up uh, pirate ship that got destroyed, but part of it is still standing on the shore, and you hear... and. Lots of people from the inside of this ship hole. And you also see the lights and everything. And 
according to the directions that Thera gave you, this must be the Crow's Nest Tavern. And as you are getting closer to the door, you see a familiar face. So you see this hulking half-orc covered in tattoos with kind of like a paper boy cap and suspenders. He, this orc basically looks like he walked out of Peaky Blinders <laughs> and with the suspenders and everything. And you just see him coming through the door holding a penguin humanoid looking creature and kind of just, all right, out with the lot of ya. And kind of just tosses this penguin out onto uh, the ground outside of the entrance. Oh, Prince. And <laughs> you just see th- this it, and it is like John said, this is Prince. So the penguin that helped you guys during the ambush just turns around and just yells at them. You know, that wasn't fair. I want my bag back. <laughs> and the orc is just like, tough luck, kid. You lost the fight fair and square. I'm like, you know, that wasn't a fair fight. Eh, I'm, I was just told to throw you out. So here we are. <sighs> Prince kind of just brushes himself off and it's just like I will get my bag back I promise you that and as Prince kind of turns around he kind of walks into you Tidak um, looks at you oh uh my apologies I and he catches himself and he's just like you're that dragonborn on the ship uh n- no I've never met Print. you before. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. Wow. That's the first thing you're going to say to him? I'm not the guy you're looking for. These are, it's like, these are the droids you're not, <laughs> these aren't the, the droids you're looking, looking for. for. I got a 16, by the way. Okay, so we're going to roll for Prince here. Natural 20. Damn it! <laughs> Whoa! Base. Prince, Prince looks at you, Tydak, and just... You could tell that he wants to say something very bad. It's just like, you know what? It's been a long day. The point of the matter is, you know who I am. I know who you are. And actually... And you see Prince kind of smile. You're the perfect person to help me with this. I don't like where this is Ooh. going. I assume you're here for the Buccaneer Brawl, correct? No, I just heard noise in the distance and wanted to check it out. <laughs> uh, JC, roll, to me a, roll me a perception check, please. <laughs> this is like day one improv class. <laughs> no, but... No, but... 16. <laughs> Oof. That... You almost beat me. But at this point, Prince kind of just holds (laughs) up the paper and just says, I know that's what you're here for. And he points at the paper that was in your hand a moment ago. And it's just like, I know you're here for the buck in your bra. I know that the twins gave this to you. So you also know sarcasm. (laughs) You took it from your hand, man. I I can tell. 
Although it wasn't in my hand, it was in my chest, but sure. <laughs> oh god, he got it from your armor, that's right. <laughs> Remember I tucked it up in my leather. Hey, this is... Uh, well, they don't call him Slippery Fingers Penguins for nothing. <laughs> I'm uh, surprised he reached that high. He's a human noise. Ah. <laughs> Anyways. I need your help, and if you help me with this, I promise I can pay you. Ooh. To be far. I don't have a lot of coin, but what I do have is I do have a lot of magical items. And if you help me with this, I would be happy to part with some of my stuff. I do need to get my bag back though because all that is in there. Okay, so how about how about if I win your bag back, I keep the bag and everything in it. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and we just pretend like we don't know each other. You were thinking he was the good one of the group. <laughs> oh, I never expected him to be the good one, but this is a, turning out so much better than I could have anticipated. All right. You just see Prince sigh, and it's just like, ah, all right, a deal's a deal. Let's shake on it. And he holds out his flipper. <laughs> What'd you do in game tonight? I extorted a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> penguin extortion. I, I just... I just put my claw in his, in his hand. You know I don't bite, right? You can shake my hand. Yeah, but I will. Ooh. Kinky. <laughs> promises, promises. I the like you, Tidek. <laughs> Prince is just like, I admire your moxie, Tidek. We're going to get along very great. Now, all I need for you to do is to We'll go. I need you to go inside and win and my bag. The, yes, you're gonna win your bag, <laughs> and you can have everything that is in it. But you right. need to win. If you need anything, I'll be outside. So if you need something, just peek your head out, and I'll see what I can do. I would like you to give me a healing potion right now, some kind of love. <sighs> <laughs> The same one in his bag. <laughs> right. Prince looks at Prince kind of just looks at you and is just like Well, I mean they took my bag, but they didn't take everything else and attached kept it up his butt. <laughs> oh. I was wondering what that so, smell was. Tidek. So you see Prince kinda unclip the last kind of like holster from his belt, which if you remember correctly is where he held the other healing potion and the dandelion dust that he gave to Hugh during the fight. And so he takes this out. He just sighs. I'm going to have to make some more later and kind of just gives it to you. And it's just like, knock it back and then get to business, Tidek. We got a lot of work to do tonight. Corvus, I hear that sounds of a penguin being extorted somehow in the force. I don't know what's going on. So it's two D. It's two D fours plus two. two, right? That is correct. Okay, so I get a total of ten. I rolled two fours. Yay! Yay! Boys. Yay! I got just so, Darlin, <laughs> you just hear a seam in the back of your head. It's just like I sense a pe- I sense a penguin cocra being extorted. Hi, this town never ceases to amaze me. 
This reminds me of the Birds the scene in the, in the Holy Grail when it's like, <laughs> I remember the days when young men wouldn't say knee to old women. <laughs> oh, <geez>. ah! <laughs> oh my goodness. Good knowledge. Alrighty, so Tydek, you are all he- healed up, so I'm assuming you're entering the crow's nest. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm at max health now, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> He's like, let's go. <laughs> Tydek is I ready. Feel alive. Tydek is ready to rock someone. Just wish shit. I had a long rest so I could do more things. Uh, listen, I think I'm fair, but I mean, it's the evening, so. <laughs> you, just, you just don't want me to fly again. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So as you make, watch your... it not be allowed. <laughs> I mean, shh, don't I can't do it give away the spoilers. <laughs> he can only do it once. Her long rest. All right. So as you make your way into the nest, Been on the, that the crow's nest <laughs> tavern, Tidak, the site is. I would say it would be surprising, but given the fact that you grew up in a gladiator pit, like. This feels like home, but more positive than negative. Hey, look, so, no one's being torted and extorted too horribly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. So you make your way in, and it's just a mass of cacophony of noise. You just hear people being rowdy, clicking, clinking their mugs, and throwing back the ale. In the corner, you see a band playing. They're not terribly good, but you know, they're pretty, you know, decent. And as you are making your way, you find the tavern owner. So this particular individual, he has very kind of dark red hair. He's dressed up in a nice vest with a little tie. He has tattoos kind of running all up and down his arm. And you also... For some reason, when you notice his smile, you for a second think that there might be some pointy teeth kind of poking out of it, but you're not entirely sure. And based on the description that you received from the twins, you are looking directly at the Crow's Nest Tavern's owner, a one Mr. Caspian. <laughs> so, um, I guess I walk up to the owner and ask where to start, or where do I apply? Hello, can I help you? Did you need something from me? Sorry, TV's just fucking <laughs> <laughs> You are a bit shaky, yes. Have you not been to a pit before? A peat? A, a, a what? A peat. A, a, a place you fight another man to death for glory, gold, and, and so a, forth. An arena? I mean, same idea. Ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's I, where I got most of my scars from. Oh, these are scars, not birth things. Good, very good. Oh, funny. Do you want a drink, or can I offer you something else? Or I, I'd you like here? to start fighting. Oh. Just like that. No talking, yeah. just fighting, huh? Yeah. You are one of those. Were you invited to come here? I, uh, I reached back to grab the penguin who's got my paper and take it from him again and hand it to you. Know the, you... The other. <laughs> hey, you know you could just ask, man. 
<laughs> and I handed the invitation I was given to by the twins. Oh, this smells like the ass of Penguin. You know that Penguin fellow, yes? <laughs> it's, hello, it's not Caspian. like I want to. Ah, hello, Penguin. Hi. <laughs> you good? You did good. You almost made it, Penguin. You almost did it. You know I was cheated. <laughs> I, you almost had it. You were so close. It's just a flipper thing. You were right there. <laughs> <laughs> you just needed one. You ne if you had a thumb, it'd be all over. You were so close. But so don't, you, don't so chastise me, Caspian. <laughs> I apologize. How does he open vials without a thumb? What are the oh rules? Oh my god, to your... you're right. What are the rules to your fighting? Like See, apparently what they are you... cheating a lot allowed. So what is the rules? Well, it depends on the fight in the pit. Are you fighting one on one? Are you fighting one on three? Are you fighting just because? Are you just trying to survive? We have many a different fight here in the pit. Okay, well, I heard, I was told of a fight with a big reward. And his bag, which is now mine. I would like to get back. Oh, you're here for the bag from the penguin. And the reward. Yes, that's going to be hard. I bet you can do it, but it's going to be really hard. Well, bring out your tricks. Let's play. So here's Ooh. the deal. If you, all you have to do, all you have to do, is win one fight. That's it. Okay, but who's going to win? You have to win one fight. Against five different opponents, but it's just one fight. <laughs> That's it. Okay. And they're all probably, how tall are you? Like 5'1", five 5'2", five like how tall? You're not very big, yeah? What does it matter... Do you want me to stand up tall, or do you want me to get my normal no, top position? All you have to do to get the penguin ass bag back and your reward. Yes. You have to win a fight That's against a five opponents, pack. and they're all less than half your size. That's it. I don't like that. That's it. They're all less than half your size. They won't even come up to your balls. There's tiny... Little things, and there's only a five. So there's five halflings I must five. Find. And all you have to do is not be dead. Is not be dead. And then you get the ass back of Penguin, and you get your reward, and you can be free. You can be a champion. Come on, it's like kicking kindergartners. You got this. <laughs> okay, Corbin, so you, side you, note, you, my computer is completely frozen again, but I have audio. We, you're still moving. We can see you we too, which see. is hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I can't click anything on my screen right now, so I had to pull it up on my phone. Just saying. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> the power um, of imagination. Well, no, I can't click anything. As in, I can't. Uh, I can't get his character, character sheet. sheet. Uh, okay. Um, At this point, Prince pulls you aside, Tidak, and he's like, "You better be careful." I was like, Cap Caspian is a smooth talker. He can talk you into things just as much as he can talk. Hey, Penguin, you should roll for stealth. You're hella loud. I can hear you. You're right there. <laughs> penguin. Penguin. Why would I cheat you, Penguin? I already have your ass bag. Why would I be mad at you? I didn't hear. I take that back. I didn't hear a fucking thing you said. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am immune to penguin. Uh, oh, my screen went black. Time's get ticking. Oh boy. I don't know, but You're somewhere just, in the we world, we still hear you in the. Wow. So, how do we still have you? I don't know, but my screen's completely black. Jeez. It's a blackout. <laughs> and we never so, saw him again. The light went out in my closet too. I had to turn my phone on. Like everything's falling. Oh no. It's like Is it like a motion light or the, the bad bulb? It's a bad bulb. Like it started flickering while I was being creepy mask face and then all of a sudden <laughs> like, I, I got to the tavern and the lights went out. Thanks, Liz. Yes, I agree. This we are her fault. favorite train wreck. <laughs> um so, do you want to fight five tiny things that don't even come up to your balls for the penguin bag ass? I mean, do I have a choice? I don't know. Do you want to do it or not? I don't care. I know you don't care, but that's my bag, and I want it back. I thought it was the penguin's ass bag. Well, it's mine now. <clears throat> you want the bag of a penguin ass? It smells good, don't it? You're different, aren't you? Okay. Well, you do you. <laughs> I mean, you're more than welcome to sign up. Uh, then let's go. Okay. I'll put you on the list. There's only two fights ahead of you. You maybe have 30 minutes. You might have 30 seconds. Depends on how well they do in the pit. Alright. Fair enough. <laughs> I give you some advice, though. These things, they are very small. They're half of your size. They don't come up too big. Be careful. They're a little, uh... They're a little, uh crazy yeah let's say crazy Manic? psychopathic say, those are good words don't be fine you'll be fine you'll be fine you're tough you got scars you've obviously fought in the pit yeah or else you would not come here I mean I kind of had no choice to be thrown in my pit but sure oh good I like you I place good odds on you then, ah, I make So that is your name. Ah, okay. Good. Good. Should I give you a fancy entrance or do you want an introduction or just say Turdek? I mean you're gonna just say whatever you want in the first place, so why should I even care? Oh. Damn okay. I see. <laughs> I would love to say things for you. I think you'll like it. I think I won't, but I don't have a choice. Let's just get this off. You're going to like it. Here, have a drink. And I'm just going to pull a drink from under the bar and put it right in front of him. And I'm just going to slide it away. No! I like you. You're smart. <laughs> Those years of rogue, man. <laughs> uh, righty. So, Tidak, you and Prince are kind of just chilling. In this little montage scene, you just Prince kind of giving you some pointers, pointing people out, kind of trying to give you advice because he wants you to win very badly. <laughs> and after a couple of fights, we get to the main event of tonight. So Caspian kind of just stands in the middle of the uh, fight pit. And he starts to make his announcement. 
All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for your awkward applause. I appreciate it. We have one last fight for the evening. Only one left. I know. I'm sad, too. I'm sad, too. But it is different. Remember the penguin ass bag? Yeah, I know, right? The thing? Uh, guess what? It is back on the line. And the audience roars. We have someone who's come to revenge. Ass back. Ass back. Ass back. Ass back. Ass back. Our penguin friend who came so close, right? Who came within mere flappy inches of not fail. Birds aren't real. But still did it. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> we have someone who has come to avenge the penguin ass bag and get ass back, ass back, ass back, ass back reward. Ladies and gentlemen, fighting out of who the fuck knows and weighing in at probably less than I fucking care, covered with awkward scars and his friend of Penguin. Ladies and gentlemen, that guy. <laughs> that guy. 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 That And that guy's opponent. And for that guy's opponent, I give to you. A favorite we have not seen in quite a while. Ladies back, and gentlemen, back, back. I give to you the family. And I'm gesturing to the other side of the arena. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, as Caspian kind of outstretches his arms, you just see kind of coming from the back of the tavern. You don't necessarily see anything at first. What catches you is the sound that you hear first. <laughs> All righty, boys. Let's get started. <laughs> and coming from the back, you just see five angry halflings storm the arena. All with... <laughs> all kinds of broken weaponry. Some have sticks. Others have lead pipes. And the ringleader one, kind of just with a scar across its eye, just looks at you and is just like, Ah, Caspian, I see that you brought us a new participant. This is going to be fun. Family. 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 Take out oh, the children like, first. Alrighty, boys. It's showtime. Roll initiative, Tydak. <laughs> Come on and get up. It's time to play now. <laughs> Beat the get adults the with the get children. The <laughs> Loki, this is turning into our re wrestling fantasy. <laughs> oh, so People are raising signs up like incest is best. That's so terrible. <laughs> 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 They're pushing right, each you... other because they're all excited. The family's here, no way! The family. No. They're reaching out, trying to get like handshakes and stuff like that. Well, one of the family gives. One of, one of the family takes off his cap and gives it to a kid in the front row. I am <laughs> battle geese. <laughs> all right, what you what you get, Tidak? I got an eleven. 
<laughs> Ooh, 11. Okay. Well, lucky you, because they didn't roll too hot. They rolled a two. So you're up first. All right, tight From action. the Tinglefoot Family Dungeon, the family, family, family. Let's get ready to rumble. So, um, I'm going to cast sleep on them. <laughs> Just what are you casting? Beasting sleep. Beat them in their sleep. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean... So, remind me. So, you're casting this at first level, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, so... So, first level 5d8. <laughs> you can't fight if you're not awake. Alright, roll the dice, Jace. Let's... I swear to God, yeah. if you... You <laughs> can still be hey, in a fight. I, I, I hate you, like punching someone while they're sleeping. I swear to God, Jace, if you get this, we can no longer be friends. <laughs> we all have to be quiet because we can't hear Jace, anyways. We don't know what's going on yet, so we should all. Total roll is twenty-two. Ooh, so close, but no cigar. You were off by. <laughs> well, okay. Not so the way that them? I, because I randomly pulled a stat block. So the way I'm treating this is kind of like a mob. So they're all one entity. So <laughs> that's the way I built this. But Ow. you are so close, Jace. You are off by one. <laughs> so close. So you're saying I can't deal, I can't do anything to him because I'm off by one hit point? That is correct. Because the way that sleep works, and you guys can correct me that I'm wrong, but the way that sleep works... I have works, to affect the total HP. Yeah, so you were off by one, so it's no effect! Ouch. Damn it, fizzles. I'm assuming that's your turn, too. Oh, no, I have bonus actions. Oh, fuck, that's right. Um... <laughs> I don't, actually... The only thing I can really set up for is um, not get my ass kicked this turn. Okay. <laughs> well. So, well. Well. It sucks not having a long rest, isn't it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, buddy, don't worry. I promise it won't be that bad. Oh, wait, no. It's the family's turn. <laughs> so. I'm scared. I'm not scared. Them kind of realizing that you tried to put them to sleep. They kind of shake off your matching. It's just like, oh, I see. We got a wise guy here. Alrighty, boys. Let's show them how we take care of family business. Oh <laughs> nice, Liz. <laughs> so they are going to attempt their multi-attack. <laughs> so they are going to try to hit you with the steel pipe. Roll for to see if they hit. I'm assuming a four does not hit. Nah. Damn it. Alrighty. So then they are going to try to then use their special move. <laughs> what, when they throw one of them at me? No. So, I mean, to be fair, they're tiny, so you're easily able to... They come swinging full force with the me metal pipe trying to bust your kneecaps but you're easily able to dodge it out of the way and so you just see a twisted smile on the family's um, 
face. And it's just like, all right, boys, let's pull off maneuver number one. And so you just see them kind of huddle together. And essentially, you have two of them kind of lower themselves on the ground. The other two, there's two more standing on their backs. And then you see the last one kind of just full force. And as this last one jumps forward, the two that are standing on the backs of the others kind of just grab him and full on try to missile drop, like full on throw him as he attempts to missile drop kick you (laughs) into the ground. (laughs) That's amazing. Does a 15 hit. Yes. (laughs) So, you don't take... So, you take... Okay, you only take two points of damage, and as the impact of this uh, family member's feet careen into your chest, not only does the wind get knocked out of you, but you get knocked square on your ass, and you have been knocked prone... (laughs) Ooh. And unfortunately, that is the end of their turn, so you are up, tight. So I only get knocked prone and no damage is dealt? I didn't get the damage part. No, so you got two points of damage and you got knocked prone. <laughs> okay. So it is your turn, so you are currently flat out on your back. <laughs> You're just like, Ugh! Um. This is my only hope. So I'm going to try it again. Oh, jeez. Goes back to the well for a second time. You don't go, like, you don't have Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave is on you, and it's no. like, oh, you fucked up, man. <laughs> I salute to Bro, you. I'm not fucked up. <laughs> I chose what I wanted to choose. That's okay. Everyone gets. They all have Tavern Brawler, so it's even worse. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Sleep again. Alrighty. Let <laughs> second time. Let's see if it works. You got to get 25? a twenty-five. God damn it! <laughs> so they all take a nappy, right? Yep, because this is a mob. This time, Ooh. as they're like, <laughs> yeah, we got him good. Yeah, uh, man, why am I so tired? Uh, and just, they all careen on the floor. And they're just... <laughs> and they're okay. just asleep. So I'm going to use half my movement speed to stand back up again. And I can't do anything else this turn, so I'll have to wait till my next turn. Because that was my only turn. Only action I could do this turn. Yeah. Okay, so Jace, remind me when it comes to sleep. They, there's no save to try to wake them up, huh? Nope. Damn it. And the spell is how long? <laughs> One minute. Fuck me, bro. Ten rounds. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, so the family is still currently asleep, so technically it's your turn again. I fucking hate the sleep spell. <laughs> Put them all in a bag and kick them into the river. Nah. They be swimming with the fishes. I will say, though, <laughs> Coup de Gras takes a whole round 
Coup de Gras takes a whole grab. Technically not taking damage. Just from the top row, Finn Balor Coup de Gras it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For all my wrestling so, fans. Wait, what, what did Mike do, did just say? Something about damage? <laughs> oh, that, putting them in a bag won't technically damage them. <laughs> and do what Corvus would do. <laughs> Set the bar on fire and throw them in it. What? Yeah, but... Ass bag, ass bag, ass bag. <laughs> I feel like the whole crowd is very confused watching the sleeping family. Like, what was that? Why? Like a real, like a real wrestling show. You don't know who to cheer for because creative decided to write themselves in a corner. Exactly. <laughs> well, they they did this. They wrote a five on one match. Like honestly. <laughs> Those don't happen right now. Right, well, I guess I'll swing What is it, the Spirit Squad? Oh, oh, you know what? I have two weapon fighting, so I'm going to use my scimitar and my short sword. Oh, jeez. Okay, I mean... I guess... Technically... Okay, this is the weird thing with the sleep spell, because... I guess... They'll wake up most likely, right? Well, I mean... I don't think it says, but I'm going to rule it as such because technically they're incapacitated and they're sleeping, so if you want to roll Each to hit... Each creature affected by the spell falls unconscious until the spell ends. The sleeper takes damage. Uh, they're unconscious until the spell ends or the sleeper takes damage or someone uses an action to shake and wake them up. And that makes it harder because you're using them as a mob, so it's technically one whole entity. Yeah. So I'm going to use short sword and scimitar... I'm going to use the um, scimitar as the main weapon, the short sword as the uh, secondary. Freaking fighters, man. <laughs> Am I right? Fighters That's are... Uh... Natural 20. Are Holy shit. Are you kidding no. me, bro? Soul knife row. All right, so the scimitar got a natural 20. So, um, Max I'm damage to... plus roll for the additional. Out. Doubled max damage, man. The best part of it is he's rolling. You're right. Beyond we oh can my watch God. the rolls come and it is. So, um, scimitar is dealing twelve. Mm-hmm. And the short sword, it it's it's gonna hit without the proficiency bonus. Okay. Because it's my second hand. So this the second one's only a seven, so that did not, I don't think that's gonna hit. Oh, seven. Well, technically, no, it doesn't hit, but I feel like since they are asleep, it shouldn't matter, so I'm going to say it does. Yeah, if you aren't you rolling with advantage because they're asleep? Yeah, right? Oh. And they're technically on their backs. If you, on their backs, they're prone. Yeah, exactly. Another nat 20. Holy shit. Are you na- natural or dirty? No, no it's natural. natural. <laughs> That's nat. You could literally look, it, look nat. at it. Nat. It's in the game log. Oh my god. Uh, so I'll deal uh, minus the three, so I'll deal another five. Oh my god. No, no. Two weapon fighting that lets you add your your yeah. skill. Yeah, you're trained in it, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's your fighting yeah. style. So your strength or deck, whichever you're using. How do you want to do uh, this? Ooh! Whoa! And the crowd goes wild. Ass bag, that guy, that guy. You see, like Tusken Raiders, like. 
So I kind of, I kind of want to be an asshole, and I kind of just want to go up as they're sleeping and just slowly decapitate them. Oh, sweet oh my Jesus. <laughs> asshole <laughs> was unhinged. unhinged honestly, that's called <laughs> that's called murder. Yeah, start with oh, your children first. I mean, I well, the bartender did say if you survive, which implies true. That true, and, true. And to be fair. Yeah, and to yeah, be true. fair, the twins did he say also said that to the this death. tavern kind of plays by its own rules. So, sucks to All be right. them. So, yeah, so you decapitate the whole family, uh, Tydak. As they sleep, just... <laughs> the North remembers. <laughs> Caspian... Caspian's, Caspian's gonna run out into the arena and then look at that guy, but kind of smile. And then turn to the audience and go, That guy! That guy! That, that guy! guy that, that guy! That guy! I'm going to pick up the head of one of the family and yell that guy again and kick the head into the audience. <laughs> you see, like, an old woman stand up with it, like, happily. No match for bring him the uh, penguin ass bag and his great reward. Ass bag, ass bag, ass bag. He should get paid for five fights. That was five different people. Just saying. Someone from the audience yells. Uh, I'm just gonna start tossing pieces of the family into the audience. Like that guy, <laughs> that guy, that guy. Are you like chumming the water? Like <laughs> so, like drink, drink coupons at yeah. beat up. Caspian, as you're doing this, you're just so enamored with the bloodlust and the, that you just witnessed in front of you that Tydek, you notice that Caspian's eyes kind of they change a little bit. So Caspian, as he's doing this, you see his eyes kind of go from regular human pupils to something more cat-like, if you will. So... <laughs> but, but then, Caspian, you feel yourself and you kind of just close your eyes and then they're back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> that guy! Yes! I'm gonna take the bite of a head like an apple, like... <laughs> that guy! <laughs> Can I say something out of character real quick? Yes. Uh, does this catman have backward hands, too? <laughs> oh no! I have a bone to pick with him if he does. I'm pretty sure out of game we know who this is, but in game we have no idea. <laughs> I'm eating uh, his What are you ass. talking about? It's just Caspian, bro. It's just literally he's an NPC. Caspian, yeah, Caspian. We got him. <laughs> yep, sure. I'm just playing a role that was sent to me. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to. Uh, um, I'm going to. I guess some folks come up with the reward, and it's just a, like a treasury chesty thing. I'm going to yell to the crowd and go, For that guy, I give you this great reward. And I hand the box. Oh, and the penguin ass bag. And I, I take the ass bag, ass out bag, of my ass own bag. shirt, hand the ass bag to <laughs> that guy. Oh, so you had it the entire time. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to whisper to that guy. Do you know... You're sneaky. I like that. You can make a lot of money here. How much money? I mean, 
How often do you want to work? Every night, every other night, when you want to. Can we talk about this later? I can't hear him. What do you say? Can we talk about this later? I have an idea. Of course. I'm here all the time. Come find me. Find you, I shall. Lovely. Now, open the treasure chest, because I'm not opening before I, you do. Of course. I'll take the treasure chest back. I'll turn it to him and slowly open it. <laughs> okay. So, as you open the chest, Tidak, inside, you see a pretty substantial good amount of gold. Now, you're not necessarily that goods with the numbers, but <laughs> you can, through the power, somehow, through divine intervention, your dungeon master, whatever you want to call it, you have gotten your hands not only on a penguin ass bag, which is priceless, but you also have a chest that priceless. is 250 gold. <gasps> I like the That's numbers. That's like, Wow. <laughs> Hey. I'm, uh, as Caspian, I'm going to say, as it's open, it's like 300 gold. <laughs> Ooh, I even think. better. <laughs> we paired That's it. like 10 healing potions. <laughs> <laughs> but we do this every day. Again, we'll talk more. I'll take those and shove them in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, because that's not heavy at all. <laughs> I could carry it. So... As you are about to leave Tidak, Caspian kind of stops you real quick, and he, this is just me narrating this, before you go, he gives you, well, I mean, he gives you the equivalent of a couple of drink coupons, <laughs> but he also What, gives... pieces of the family's fingers? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you should nibble these for health. They're great. <laughs> we, we salt them and we, we, we then we dry them out. They're great jerky. But on top of that too, you, uh, Caspian gives you a... So how do I put this? So I'm taking... Don Treader. <laughs> Don Treader. <laughs> so essentially what it is is, is it's kind of like in certain martial arts anime and things like that, when there's a tournament going on, depending on your rank, you get some sort of indication of the color of your rank. So Caspian hands you a bracelet and um, kind of gives it to you to put onto your wrist. And the color of it is just a kind of like yellowish color to indicate that you... <laughs> so exactly. you're just starting yellow. out in Caspian's Buccaneer brawl rack. Ra I'm gonna <laughs> like racketeering bracket. I'll lean over. I'll lean over to him as he speaks. This doesn't mean much to you now, but it will mean something to others. Just know that you are far better than what this says. Hmm? <laughs> I don't know how to take that other than thanks. Good. Okay. And I'm going to turn to the audience and uh, make an announcement. For the next hour and a half, all the family merchandise, 25% off. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh we God. want to thank them and send them off on their future endeavors. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> okay, so Tydag, you put the bracelet on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in my bag. I will not put it on. Okay, cool. Prince. Good choice. <laughs> Prince comes running towards you. It's just like, oh my God, Tydag, that was so much better than I could have thought. That was fucking awesome. It was a little bloody, but it was awesome. I mean, bloody is what I do. Yeah, I mean, I should have put two and two together after, you know, you psionically blasted a couple of fish people on the ship. But I wish I could have done that again. Yeah, you'll... I'm you'll... all out of that, that little uh, spice in the back of my throat right now. <laughs> you... Prince, spice must flow. Prince just kind of <laughs> Prince with his little flipper, flipper kind of just pats your arm, Tidak, and just is like, "That'll do, Dragonborn. That'll do." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the references in this game are hilarious. <laughs> I try, but Prince kind of just um looks at you and is just like. As promised, I mean, you want it fair and square, so you get my bag. <laughs> I take the bag, dump everything out of it, and then just throw the bag in my backpack. Um, I can commit murder right now. <laughs> Prince kind of just looks at you a little puzzled and kind of is just... Tidak, you... you... I'm like, Tidak, you, you won all this fair and square, right? told you you could keep everything yeah i said i wanted your bag i was messing with you <laughs> prince kind of just looks a little dumbfounded and just like are you sure well i still want the magic item you promised me i was just fucking with you and i threw the bag back <laughs> prince kind of just is quiet for a moment and then he looks up at you, Tydak, collects all the stuff and puts it in the bag. And just for whatever reason, out of nowhere, quickly runs kind of, you guys are close. He kind of runs in, quickly gives you a hug and then lets go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before he hugs me, I put my head, I put my hand <laughs> like on his head and push him back like a child. <laughs> like, uh-uh. He's your size. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <Nuh-uh. laughs> I'm trying to be nice here. Let me give you a... Let me uh, at least... Let me hug you, bro. I'm good. Then, <laughs> damn. Handsome with... I'm good. Cold. <laughs> then at least I, may, I may be heartless, and I may like to play jokes, but I don't like touching. All right. I respect boundaries. I did not know that. I apologize. Then at least a handshake, then. Again, I push my claw out into his hand. <laughs> Just my claw. That's funny. In his, with his flipper, Prince kind of just takes it, shakes it, and just, all right, as promised, he kind of reaches into his bag. Ass bag, ass yeah, bag, bag, ass, ass bag. bag. The crowd is still cheering. <laughs> ass bag, ass bag, <laughs> uh, So out of his bag, Tydak... Prince gives you a um, there's two things in it one is another healing potion the second is a very interesting looking item wrapped in kind of like 
a plastic uh, film is a candle. Upon looking further at this candle, though, you see some runic markings on this candle. And as you are trying to decipher the runes, Prince is like, oh, uh, before I forget, I think I have it in here somewhere. And kind of is just rifling through his bag. And he's like, here, the um, shop owner gave this to me to kind of give it to you as a description. Um, I wanted to test it out to see how it worked, but I'm getting the feeling that you and your friends might be able to use this better than I can. And so he hands over the item descriptor to you, and it gives you the details of what this candle does. So out of character, as your DM telling you this, Jace, the item that, and I'm just going to tell you this because you don't have to identify it because you want it fair and square, the item that Prince just gave you, the candle, is known as a a Justineer candle. So what it is, is is that when you light this candle, the flame starts out the regular kind of orangey, reddish kind of tinted candle. But as with this special candle, when you light it, the flame will turn a starch green. And anybody and every creature, well, every humanoid creature that is within the 10 radius of light that this candle emits must make a wisdom saving throw. Otherwise, if they fail, they fall under the effects of zone of truth. So essentially, when this candle is lit, if a creature fails, every creature that fails falls under the effect of zone of truth. But if they succeed, the candle will then turn a light blue, signifying that the effect did not work. If it did, then the flame will stay green. So essentially, you just got a candle that, when lit, gives you the one free use of Zone of Truth. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll give you the description later. I would appreciate that. I need to drop that into inventory. (laughs) I'll give it to you later this week. But Prince kind of just... Yeah, that was... My God, dude, that... Tydak, that was amazing. (laughs) But... I just got very lucky. Eh, luck, <laughs> luck, skill, doesn't matter. The fact is, is that you won. And I can see why King Red Axe, at, you know, sent this out. And I'm kind of glad you guys are the ones who said yes to him. Mm. Can I tell you I'm something, Tydek? <laughs> oh. Can I tell you something, Tydek? Hmm. So... I have to come clean here, and I think it's only fair because you got my bag back, but King Red X had asked me to kind of observe you guys to see if you have what it takes for the request that he's asking, and I'm happy to tell him when I get back to the keep that you guys are up to it. (laughs) I don't know all the details, but Something is amiss here at Gunderland, and something is rotten in the state of Gunderland. We're going to play some Sweeney Todd to continue that? Maybe. <laughs> but 
I think you guys are, will be able to solve this little issue of ours. And who knows? I know King Red Axe will reward you guys handsomely. But one other thing. I saw for myself that you are a great fighter. So I think this team up is going to be very great. And uh, Prince kind of just pulls out of his bag. He kind of gives you, Tydak, a sealed letter with the seal of uh, King Red Axe kind of stamped into the wax seal. And it, Prince just tells you, make sure you and your friends bring this with you so that way you can get access to the keep tomorrow morning. Uh, King Red Axe will meet with you guys. He'll go over the mission and then I'll lead you guys to where we're going. But until then, congratulations on your win. That was fucking awesome. And I will see you tomorrow morning. And Prince kind of just with his little flipper kind of puts it to his head salutes you and begins walking out of the crow's nest tavern leaving you Tidak, by yourself <laughs> hmm I need to go take a nap <laughs> <laughs> and with that I think we're gonna end tonight's session right there <laughs> still well haven't done, got a damn long rest next time on Dragon Ball Z hello Hello. So, oh no. Hello. So do really, this? do you need this? <laughs> so really quickly, before we sign off for tonight, I once again want to thank my incredible players. They all rocked it tonight. Oh my god, that was so much fun. Does anyone have any projects that they want to plug before we sign off for the night? Not any good ones. Uh. <laughs> I stream that every now and then. Is that something I could plug? Go for it. Yeah, plug it. Do it. Okay. Oh, uh, I stream uh, every now and again. I just started working again, so it might not be as... Uh, what is the word? It's on the tip of my tongue. Frequent? Frequent. Frequent. Thank you. It might not be as frequent, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you can find me at board underscore cultist. That is the name of my Twitch channel. Nice. Awesome. Anyone else got any projects they want to plug real quick? I will do my usual shtick of promotions. One, Improvised Weapons Podcast. Very fun, very funny. Uh, Mikey is going through right now. He can attest. It is a very well put together podcast with a bunch of improvisers, most of them learning how to play D&D, and it's really just screwing around. So good. I play Yarfik Stormhammer, the Yar the Dwarven Cleric there, who uh, it's just, it's very screwed up and fun. Um, secondly, uh, Dumpstat Tees. If you haven't bought your Dumpstat Tee yet, please do it. They're an amazing company, and they uh, make these wonderful shirts that say, one of your statistics is your Dumpstat in any different color you want, and shiny lettering. It's very fun to wear to cons. Uh, and uh, Mikey and I are working on some projects in the background, so hopefully those will come through soon, but I don't want to plug them until we're ready for them, so that's about it for me. Awesome. Uh, anyone else? And if not, then I'll give my little spiel. So... Any other projects? <laughs> I'm on TikTok. If you can spell my name right, you'll find me. That's really all I got. <laughs> that guy! That guy! Oh, to everyone who listens to this thing, you guys need to go to TikTok at John Crossway. My God, if you 
this man's storytelling ability is just phenomenal. His recent stories about the grimoire are fucking fantastic. It is amazing. Oh, Go check guy. him out. Support this man's. He is amazing. Thank but, you. That's so nice. You said it better than I would say it. Thank you for that. You're welcome, dude. Like you have no idea how the dimension you added to this. But once again, the only thing I really got going on is I have my D and D Vibe Tribe merch. Uh, the Roll with Pride collection is still up and available. And it will still be available for as long as I'm still here. The cool thing is, is that every T-shirt part of the profits gets donated to Rainbow Railroad, which is an organization that helps members of the LGBTQI plus community who are facing persecution in different countries for them to come over and be safe in America, Canada, countries where uh, same-sex marriage and gender equality and all those things are allowed and are okay. This is Mikey for uh, the Call of the Deep uh, campaign, signing off for the evening. Remember, everyone, take care of each other, love one another, and until next time, we'll see you later. That got that. I'll Hello. keep the sun. Do you need that? This has been. The Call of the Deep podcast. To support us, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your auditory escapism in podcast form. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. Even our intrepid characters are no match for the insidious algorithm, especially without your ability to cast aid on our stats. The music in this episode was Prepare for War by Alexander Macarada. You can find all his music at serpentsoundstudios.com. Tune in next time for more hijinks from the darkest depths of the sea on the call.